Yeah. ain't coming with it, you know what I'm saying, and all my life I've been doing this, always been a sharp nigga, bright nigga, always had that glow about me, yeah, I glow, I shine, I flicker, I creep, I fuck, I lean, I glitter, I glow, I shepherd, I flare, I flash, I glow, I listen, I flare, I glow, G to the L to the O, W, coming through, Stop me from shining, extreme and bright It seems I write beams of light I spit it out and make a star in the sky reside Every bar's like carbon dioxide You can't handle the glare You wanna see me so you look between the fingers on your hand and you stare Try to front like the rhyming ain't cut like a diamond Put it up to both of your ears, you know they shining I'm killing squads while I'm feeling charged I'm still the sergeant general Finna blow with a million large Illuminate the murder scene and make you vomit my pen glows like a comet when I palm it Jotting down lines that conceal electricity leaking Light bulb over my head while I'm thinking I've just begun to plot the running spot And say you're not like I shot a hundred watts Sun is hot, I glow I glow I glow I glow Can't believe what you really seen. I made the whole city glow like the video for Billy Jean. I was destined to be fluorescent. I possess it. Guess it's just a finesse that you're blessed with. I feed the real leader skills to the top. Alright, cut it, cut it, cut it. That's a little bit too much bars for y'all niggas, man. I know a lot of y'all niggas is stupid. So y'all can't get the complexity of a real lyricist out in these streets. But um, yeah, this is King Known Uncensored, man. We're gonna speed past into this. I'm gonna try to be fast as fuck with this. I got a, a couple of subjects I want to tackle. You know, I'm going to call this episode 10 versus, you know, I've been dying to fucking premiere this new segment of the of the show. I hope y'all fuck with it. But um, first, we're going to move on to basketball first. The NBA Finals Game 2 concluded tonight. Let's get it in. Let's get that shit in, y'all. All right, man. So, the Milwaukee Bucks... Ended up going up 2-0. I mean, no, 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 no. Not the Milwaukee Bucks. Fuck am I saying? The Phoenix Suns ended up going 2-0 on the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, you know I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting all night for, to, to bash Chris Middleton. Oh, that's this is your boy. This your man's. This is the number one option and the best player on the Bucks. Oh, they use Giannis as a decoy. Oh, uh, 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 Giannis don't have no skill. Uh, Giannis don't have a jumper. Uh, 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 Giannis can't make free throws. Uh, 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 shut your bitch ass the fuck up, you faggot ass bitch. Fuck you, fuck your mama, fuck your daddy, and you should have been swallowed, you bitch, you. Because Giannis Antetokounmpo Negro showed up tonight. In a loss, by the way. And check this out, right? 42 points, 
12 rebounds. I know it's gotta I know it's gotta hurt you, fake Middleton fans. I know it hurts your heart. I know you hurt. And it's alright, man. Giannis proves once again why he's a top three player currently in basketball tonight. Giannis was aggressive from start to finish. He was fearless. 15 of 22 from the field. 11 of 18 from the free throw line, which is actually pretty good for Giannis. Then four assists, three blocks. He was pretty fucking good. It was nothing more that he could really do because um, your boy, bitch ass, shot five of 16 tonight. One of six from three. This your man? This your guy? And Drew Holiday's shooting slump continues as he um, shot 7 of 21 from the field. He had 17 points and 7 assists. That's okay, but not enough help for your boy Giannis. The thing that that Phoenix is exposing about the uh, Milwaukee Bucks is the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks have defensive lapses. I mean, Giannis can't be the only one playing defense. And Holiday is some timey in this series. Middleton and Holiday combined for 12 of 37 from the field. That is unacceptable. They have to stop jacking up shots. And actually come on in and go to the basket. That's the problem with Middleton. He wants to shoot his way out of a slump instead of attacking the basket. Or at least being a playmaker, which he did a good job of today because he knew he was ass and off. So he actually, you know what? I was wrong. I thought that said um, eight assists. No, that says eight rebounds and two assists. Or am I? You know what? Yeah, I was right. Middleton did have eight assists tonight. But I'm saying no. Pat Connington did better than Chris Middleton tonight. He scored more points. He had 14 points off the bench. But those were the really only the, the contributions that they got. Brooke Lopez was relatively quiet. Bobby Portis hasn't been a factor at all in this series. So he's got to step up a little bit more. Now, the Phoenix Suns had well-rounded production from the whole team. I mean, Jay Crowder was 0 of 8 in game one. Tonight, he was 4 of 8 and 3 of 5 from 3 and had a double-double. He had 11 points and 10 rebounds. DeAndre Ayton was quiet, but he still had 11 rebounds and 10 points. But Chris Paul was still fluid with 23 points and 8 assists. D-Book was D-Book tonight. 31 points, but the bright spot of tonight was Michael Bridges. He was hitting that corner three. He was attacking the basket. He was aggressive. He was getting on Holiday and Middleton on the defensive end. He was getting at them, man. And I just, and then uh, Phoenix uh, power forward Dario Saric is set to miss the rest of the series. I think they said he tore his ACL. Prayers go out to Dario, man. Damn. And and Torrey Craig went down with an injury as well. So that's two sons that are down. 
with an injury. But, man, five niggas in double figures, three that scored over 20 points. Milwaukee's got to play some defense, period, point blank. Now, are the Milwaukee Bucks in trouble? No. The Bucks are only in trouble if they lose a home game. Because if Phoenix goes up 3-1 or 3-0, they're done. Stick a fork in them, Johnny. But I know that Giannis Antipo Negro is going to step up and do his thing. It's just the other guys. Is Holiday going to take better shots and play defense? Is Middleton going to actually step up and be Mr. Third Quarter? He was Mr. Nothing tonight. He is, in the great words of Dennis Green, you are who you thought they were. Middleton is what we thought he was. You want to crown him? Then crown his ass. And the media lets him off the hook. And you fake-ass sports fans let Middleton off the hook. So my question is, are you going to hold him accountable for tonight for his bad performance or are you going to kiss his ass that's just my question but I'm a world premiere this new segment this shit is going to be called 10 verses where I take 10 of my favorite and best verses of someone depending on my mood and the first person I chose was an unlikely person that I would normally choose for a first person don't, and that was the main reason why I chose her because a lot of people wouldn't expect it. And due to my commentary of her over the years as me thinking that she did not meet her potential as a musician. But that does not mean that she didn't have any good moments and contributed anything to hip hop because that would be blasphemous to admit that. But the first person I chose was Nicki Minaj. This is my top 10 verses from Nicki personal this is personal y'all don't get your panties in a bunch if i did not choose your favorite verse but i'm gonna I'm start off with number 10 number 10 comes from 2008 this is from one of nikki's old mixtapes you know what i'm saying this was nikki in her prime and this is when nikki was the shit you hear me you hear me directly when I say this. This is when I felt like Nikki was next up. And she was. Don't get it twisted or fucked up. I just feel like she's not a top five female rapper. That's all. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't have 10 great verses that I view as great. But um, the verse I'm talking about is uh, on a song called Set It Off that was released in 2008. And we're going to play it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play all these verses. You know, I'm going to introduce this new segment. Shows are probably going to be a little bit longer when the 10 verses segment is in there. So bear with me. Let's go. Machine, bitches always talking about the old days when they was hot when they was touring with the old chicks. I tell a bitch, I'm not impressed, bitch. I'm making any trick. I'm always on the guest list. I'm on my way to Rikers Island with a couple hard. I'm on a bike, nine five four double R, and they don't write shit. They might write a couple bars. That's why they getting dropped, dropped like a couple cars. The shit is simple. N Y N O. Late night shows like Letterman and Leno. Anywhere you cut it, home slice your garbage. White boys coming. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Dog. <laughs> this is prime Nikki. This is the Nikki that I fe initially fell in love with. Not the Nikki that, you know what I'm saying, got, you know, too big-headed once she got commercial. No, dog. We talking about motherfucking, um, we talking about Nikki when she was a badass, when she had the potential, when she still had the hunger, when she was just biting into these beats. You know what I'm saying? And her version of Set It Off was better than the Noriega version. But this next one at number nine, um, this is a verse that she had on Big Sean's second album called Hall of Fame where Big Sean, Nicki Minaj, and Juicy J make fun of single mothers who um, basically um, the, the, the kids are being fucking annoying and hating at the fact that Sean and Juicy J was fucking their their mother. And Nicki Minaj played the mother. So um, this verse was different. It was kind of fucking hilarious to me. But it's definitely one of my favorites. It may not be the best to y'all. But it definitely belongs on this list. So I'm going to play um, Big Sean Mill featuring Nicki Minaj. I'm going to play the verse. Bitch, smoking on that crack. Hell yeah, I'm unemployed. Baby daddy down my back. Now what you got for me, Sean? I'm not sure if you couldn't understand what she was saying, but if you could and you know lyrics and shit like that, this may not be one of her most lyrical verses, but it's one of my favorites for sure. And definitely Juicy J came on at the end and bodied this shit. But next on the list, um, this was the second verse of one of Nicki's best songs, I believe. Um... It's on a song on, I think this was her third album, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, wait, no. No, that would be considered her fourth album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was released on, on Queen, right? And this is a very passionate song. But, um... Yeah, this was uh, Ganja Burns, the second verse. And I feel like this was a good song to start the album off, even though at first I wasn't a fan of the hook, but the, the hook kind of stuck on me or whatever. But um, yeah, number eight is uh, Nicki Minaj, uh, Ganja Burns, the second verse. Where Nicky wiggin' and be Nicky It's like a fat nigga thinking he could be Biggie One rough ride, now you DMX and Swissy One hot video, you hype, now you just giddy You made one dope beat, now you Kanye You got a nigga named Jay, now you Yonsei You got about three stacks, now you Andre You put a part in your face, now you Nas 
okay? You gotta have real skill, gotta work for that. If it's really your passion, would you get a world for that? Unlike a lot of these hoes, whether whack or lick, at least I can say I wrote every rap I spit. Put my blood, sweat, and tears in perfecting my craft. Still, every team's number one pick in the draft. You can bring anybody, whether man, pick a day. Kobe, KD, Kyrie, pick a K, yeah, man. Whoo, a lot of people say that that should be ranked a little bit higher. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if you felt that way because that was one of Nikki's best verses by far. It's not even close at this point, in my personal opinion. But, um, yeah, this is, um, this next one is one of her more popular songs. Um, this is a, on the commercial joint or whatever. And um, this is one of the best club songs that she came out with. But um, although this song also featured uh, Drake and Lil Wayne, and I felt like Wayne had the best verse on the song, Nicki's verse was not no slouch. And, you know, she proved time and time again that she could hang with the men. And my number seven is Nikki's verse on Truffle Butter. You just got to listen to what she said and how she said it. Thinking out loud, I must have about a million on me right now. And I ain't talking about that little Wayne record. I'm still a highest selling female rapper for the record. Man, this is 65 million single soul. I ain't gotta compete with a single soul. I'm good with the ballpoint game finger roll. Ask me how to do it, I don't tell a single soul. Pretty women, what's up? Is your hair right now? You a stand up or is you in your chair right now? Uh, do, do you hear me? I can't let a whack nigga get near me. I might kiss the baddest bitch you can damn me. Yeah, man. You see, this is this is what upsets me about Nicki Minaj the most. I mean, she has the talent, she has the structure, she has the lyrics, she has the bars, but you know. <laughs> I'll just use Chris Middleton as a reference to what I think about Nicki Minaj lyrically. Let that marinate. But yeah, man, this is what pisses me off because of the simple fact that, um, yeah, man, that shit fucking bothers me about how talented Nicki really is on the mic. And she doesn't display that talent on every song. I get it. Dumb it down to, to um, you know what I'm saying? But if she would have actually put her all into it, I think she could have been bigger. That's just me. But let's move on to number six. Number six was, this is when um, Nicki Minaj was in her fucking prime, of course. Um... I know a lot of y'all are going to say, oh, you're missing this. Oh, you're missing that. Make your own fucking list if you got a problem with it. But this my shit, bitch. But anyway. Yeah, on this song, this is when Nikki established herself amongst other females. Like, this motherfucker is coming. That's when you know. You know, she was alongside other female rappers on this song. And, um... This is uh, Yo Gotti's record. Um, we gonna do Five Star Bitch at number six. Nicki Minaj verse. Epiphany, I need the girl to Tiffany. Fendi on my slippers, 
then my cookies always slippery. I don't need help, I pay the bills on time. So I be yelling, fuck on with a deal, though, time. Fight, little mama, you a three star. I ain't sleeping when I say I'm in my dreams. Yeah, man. Prime. Prime. This is what I mean, man. Like that 2008 to like maybe 2011. That was Nicki Minaj in her prime. And, you know, from then to like maybe the Queen album, she had a few good moments. I mean, the pink print was her best work. Although she wasn't in her prime anymore, she still was killing that shit she still was bodying shit now this next number a lot of y'all i mean maybe the year that it came out y'all might have heard this record and then plus i've never seen this video before if there there's really a video to this song but anyway this was a juicy j song that came out in 2014 i hope this is uh I hope this is not the clean version of this song. I swear to God. Oh, it's, it says explicit, though. All right. It better be. So Nicki Minaj um, got on a track with uh, Juicy J and Lil Bibby and Young Thug, and it was called uh, Low, right? And this record was fucking fire. Like, but Nikki, even though Lil Bibby kind of maybe, I don't know, you could say Lil Bibby and, and Nicki Minaj kind of tied on this song because that was arguably Lil Bibby best verse to me. But this is the number five verse from Nicki Minaj Low. Yeah, and then Bibby closed it out. That nigga wasn't even on subject. That nigga just came to body shit on there, boy. Yeah, y'all got to look that song up. I'm just saying. But the number four best Nicki verse to me, man, this, this joint right here, like her verse was fucking stupid, dude. Her verse was stupid, dog. Stupid on this song. Like, she went crazy. This is a club joint, by the way. But, um, yeah, she appeared on the track with Wale and Juicy J called Clappers. I mean, if you're a fan of Nicki Minaj, you already know 
that she went crazy and she really only had like eight, ten bars on the song. Like the song, I mean, the song fire. It's still fire. But I'm going to play the number four verse, Clappers. You'll understand why. That was only eight bars. And she just mopped Wale and Juicy J off the goddamn song. This is just real shit. I mean, it's a reason why I chose her. Because I'm not super fond of her. But what I am fond of is the ten verses that I definitely picked. Now, number three. This song right here put Nicki Minaj in a a different stratosphere. Now, this was uh, on her debut album called... Pink Friday. Now, she was in a back and forth with little Kim because, I mean, but it's true. But what Kim was saying really was actually fucking true, though. You know, Kim, you know, Nicki Minaj did swipe her style from Kim. These are facts. But, you know, Lil' Kim, I think, I'm trying to remember what came out first. I don't know if Black Friday came out first or Roman's Revenge came out first. But that back and forth has to be one of the more underrated back and forths. Because Black Friday, Lil' Kim kind of fucked Nicki Minaj up on there. But that goes to say that, shit, Nicki Minaj held her own. I give her credit for this one, especially because obviously she had to, you know, she had to be like, you know, and then disclaimer, there's a verse, on, there's a verse, but it never came out. But there's a song, the unfinished song called Tragedy. Like, I don't know, man, like that Kim and Nikki battle could have went either way. Because Nikki's career continued, Lil Kim's career went kind of by the wayside a little bit. So I don't know, like, like when Nikki said you was hot when Shaq teamed up with Penny, that was crazy. But yeah, my number three, Nicki Minaj versus uh, Roman's Revenge. And this is the third verse. Man, she was, oof. Man, 
Man, I don't know. Looking back at that Nikki and Lil' Kim back and forth, I, I mean, when I was younger, I really thought that Kim fucked her up. But looking back on it, I don't know. That might have looked like Nikki edged Kim a little bit. Because you could just, you know, I miss Nikki with this level of hunger. Like, you could see the hunger. Like, this bitch really wanted the number one spot. And she grabbed the motherfucker. Like, once her album came out. Even though Pink Friday, I wasn't necessarily a fan of that album. But I liked half of the record, though. And this was one of the songs. Number two. Now, this is something that um, nobody would um, even think about. This is a song that a lot of people don't know because it was on a Khaled album, for crying out loud. You already know how it go. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of those songs, you know what I'm saying? But Nicki Minaj, this is one of her least known songs. But this is number two right here. I mean... She did a song with DJ Khaled and uh, Alicia Keys called Nobody. And this was a hell of a song. This is like one of the most underrated songs I've ever heard. And I definitely recommend you listen to that record. And um, the song is called Nobody. All right, this is my number two. Shit. It just seems like every time Nikki goes eight bars, like she just goes completely berserk. Now, number one, I think everybody in their mama knows what number one is. I don't even think that, um, uh, yeah, everybody in their mama fucking know who, ver who, what verse it was. And this is the first time you kind of seen like legends get washed on a record by a new rapper, let alone a female rapper. I didn't seen like Ace Hood, you know, body Kendrick Lamar on a record. Yeah, I said it. Go look it up, bitch. Don't get your your panties in a bunch. I didn't see Cole get get got on a, on a couple of songs. I didn't see Eminem got got on a couple of records. Jay Z definitely got got on a couple of records. But this shit here. This was legendary, and every every girl knows it. Every man knows it. This is Nicki Minaj, number one monster. I mean, obviously, come on, dude. I shouldn't really have to play this shit, but. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, go watch the queen conquer. Okay. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'ma start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. Young money is the roster and a monster crow. And I'm full up, full up, full up in the bank with the funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't know that's my money. Ain't. 
Yeah, man, that was the verse that kind of like made her a superstar. You know, when you uh, edge legends on a track, you know what I'm saying? You got the seal of approval. But I hope y'all niggas like the new uh, the new uh, segment. There will be more. There are hundreds of artists to cover. And um, hopefully, this should this will be like a, a you know something that sticks. But I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here, yo. Holla back. <laughs>